now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Counter Show. Forty-three on the Mike Countess show. It's one zero two five. The Bone. I just put a video up on our Instagram at the Mike Countess show. A throwback Thursday video of the time. One of the things that made me come up with the idea for the uh, Countess Comedy Circus. We had this guy in who is married to one of my. She was. I don't know if she was a porn star, but she was like one of the most beautiful redheads we ever had in the studio, and. This was her weird husband, and he's some sort of weird clown, like a bad clown, like maybe like a juggalo-type clown, but he does tricks. And one of the things he wanted to do in the studio was put firecrackers in his underwear and light them off. So I was like, okay, do it. That's got to hurt, right? Yeah, it has to, Like, you're just enduring the pain at that point. Right, So he did it, and it looked like he got hurt, and it's on video, and it's up on our Instagram, at the Mike Caldas show right now. If you're driving, you're listening to the show, and you're not already following us, shame on you. You're embarrassment in traffic right now. Okay. But I'll give you the opportunity to go go follow us today, but definitely go watch that video. And Joe, yes. did you see your new Papawak video? I did. It's got I like 7,000 likes already. Enjoy it, ladies. Yeah, it's a, it's a downtown St. Pete Papawak video to an NWA song, which sounds a lot worse than it actually is. So go check that out as well. Um, a couple of things I want to get to. Steve-O is going to join us at 9 o'clock. We'll talk to him about his upcoming shows here in Florida. We love Steve-O. What, uh, what's, I know that you probably talked about this, about what's going on with the fires in Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, the, as quick as the fire spread, so did the conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I know, my brother and Dom, who I'm sure he said it on the show, where they were just in these exact spots just three weeks ago, four weeks ago, before it all happened. And my brother's like, we used to go to this restaurant that was out there, and it's just been devastated. I saw Mick Fleetwood on the news saying, I have a, yeah, I'm a lucky. I have a home and a restaurant here, mm-hmm. and neither one of them were touched, but these people, are, their lives are devastated. It's awful. It's awful, but the conspiracy stuff that's coming through with this is so easily believable that it's really getting scary. Um, you know, Mick I, Fleetwood actually lost his restaurant. No. Well, then, I mean, I, the thing I saw was before that then, because Mick Fleetwood was like, I'm very lucky. I think that was early on. Yeah, yeah man, he must yeah. have lost it. Uh, oh, Mick that's Fleetwood awful. on losing his restaurant in Hawaii wildfire. Yeah, he says about it, and it shows it, bur- it all burned out and stuff. Wow, that was damn. So what I saw it must have been before that. Fleetwood's is his restaurant. And anyway, the theory that I'm hearing now is because people are trying to buy up that land and making cash offers now. Those people are kind of scumbaggy, um, but that was the thing that they didn't have any any opportunity to buy that land, mm-hmm. and now they so they engineered the. I was gonna say, yeah. did you see all the houses that were not touched by the fires? Well, less than like a hundred yards away. So I asked my from brother from all the local land. I was like, "What? How did this go so fast?" And I guess that uh, Hawaii is one of the windiest areas because the wind could just blow through there. And plus there was that hurricane out there that generated those ones. So that's believable that, but um, you know, that the fire spread fast. 
where it, con- burning down concrete buildings and all that, but some trees still standing yeah. was a little bit weird. I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah. I'm sure there's and a the reason for it. Carmen, yeah, Completely Carmen fine. was pointing out a thing the other day that the cars were melted and then the road was fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like something was, I don't know, like if, if like the car was blocking something from burning the road that was coming from the sky, maybe. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know either, but it is, it is hard to know what the truth is. Sometimes there are things, I got to tell you, I want to be suckered into a good conspiracy theory, but sometimes there's very easy scientific explanations for things. Oh, well, the road's made out of this and it doesn't burn well, like the rubber on the tires do. Mm-hmm. Can you explain the scientific reasoning behind all the local land getting burnt, but all the Hollywood celebrities like Oprah, Bill Gates, Will Smith, no, Lady can, Gaga, all their houses are still I, standing completely n- fine no, untouched? No, there's no way. Well, I mean, look, there's. but here's the thing, Carmen, in my neighborhood in, in Staten Island, there was where we lived and where the rich people lived, and they lived up on a mountain on top of us, and there was no way that it the whole island below it could have been devastated and they would have been fine. It's just geographically where they are. But that's not what the picture shows. The picture oh, yeah. shows mm-hmm. less than 100 yards it, away. It seems like houses. it's weird. The <laughs> weirdest video I've seen is supposedly the uh, video of almost looking like lightning, like a laser well, thing space shot laser, from the yeah. sky. Yeah. Yeah. Energy yeah. weapon. I mean, but, harp is the, it looks like the Death I Star. Know, I know, but who fires. knows if that's even real video it, or not. Oh, well, I don't know if it's real video, but they, uh, Donald Rumsfeld in the 80s oh, yeah, said they, they, that they, we've had energy weapons, yeah, for a long time. Oh, I, so, I, I remember arguing with my uh, parents uh, in the 80s about whether or not we can make it rain. Yeah. I'm like, of course we can make it rain. Yeah. It's just simply uh, seeding a cloud. This is the one yeah. that's like crystal clear. Oh, my God. Yeah. But the only thing is, Gio said, I've seen my uh, daughter make some stuff on the internet that I thought was that's real. That's the thing. I yeah. I have a hard time believing anything I see. What about, well, I, yeah, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there, but they have, like, uh, there's, gov- you know, they have government cameras out there that are taking live video for wildlife and stuff. Are they? Uh, well, they right. say they are. Yeah. And in the, some of those videos, you could see, you know, the, the fires that are starting, and it just look, it doesn't look like a normal forest fire, fire would start. It's, it's very concentrated, and then it just you know explodes from there. It's hard to understand, yeah, uh, where what the devastation, uh, why it only hit certain areas, and like you say, Carmen, the different well, different class of housing. Think about that. They didn't. The sirens never mm. went off. There were early reports that they weren't allowing people to evacuate. Mm. So there's just a lot of stuff, and it's just and crazy. That- so oh. You have the uh, Hawaiian power company that they're getting sued because they didn't cut power in right. time when they right. knew the winds and all that stuff. But like right here, the space laser photo I just showed you yeah. is actually a photo of the rocket taking See? off yeah. from 2018 that they changed, just, just they altered. Changed. Yeah, well, it's and hard. It's, to... it's also just crazy that this land was trying to be bought for the past what two, three years, yeah. and the locals refused, and then all of a sudden, yeah, but Carmen, I got to be honest with you, there's so much land in Hawaii that that's the same story. Because there's there's very little, you know, they're not making any more Hawaiian land. Right. And there's a lot of rich people, and the first thing they want to do is buy a place in Hawaii. So the people who do own the natural land, like there's a movie with George Clooney where him and his family owned that whole valley, and they were holding out to sell it as long as they could. And then right. eventually they had to get to the point where the whole family had agreed to sell it. Just the timing seems a little yeah. suspicious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this picture specifically is circulated millions of times and it's 100% fake. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so it's like, you don't even know, like I said, I don't know what to believe. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. What's can't fake believe videos, not. can't believe no. pictures, can't believe anything anymore. And, uh, you know, Snopes does a great job of trying to, trying to, but I don't even know if they're credible. Exactly. They're what not. Is, 
They're yeah, like they're they've got they've got investors and money yeah. and they stuff. They probably so were at one point. They were at one point. Mm-hmm. They yeah. probably started bought. out that way. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so hard to know who to Follow trust. Follow the money, like yeah. Carmen says. There's, I mean, there's even reports that the there's a media free zone. They're not letting in media anywhere, and the local journalists that are there that are reporting still are saying that. The reason is, is because what they're slowly starting to leak out, I guess, because there was nobody was at school. A lot of kids were home when a lot of these houses were burned. So it's, yeah. it's not looking good mm. out there. But, but then it's it, like, uh, would they kill, they potentially kill hundreds of people? Because I think the the death toll's up to like yeah. in the 90s the last time I looked. It, just they said for, it was 99, but they said by the time they were able to right, get in there and, and look find at the people, land. Yeah. Mm, right. just, they, deal, they would do it all just for a land value money grab. I mean, oh, yeah. you don't think they would do that? I don't even know what to think anymore. Oh, I do. I mean, yeah. I think, if you I tell think me I like, wipe out 99 people in Hawaii, but then I get all that land, you better. Yeah. 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 I mean, just, <laughs> if you, I always just look at history. If you look at like history and what the people in power have always done, it never really seems awesome for On the, the rest up of and us. Up. Yeah. That's how they get in power. Yeah. yeah they have to have uh, no conscience and they have to make bold moves. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that's how they, that's yeah. how they rise above everybody else. The people who have compassion and common sense are usually the people that are stuck in the middle you know the the lonely loser that's always doing the right thing uh, i will admit a lot of the conspiracy theories that i've read from this maui fire thing Blame a lot Oprah. of them are very far-fetched yeah. Oprah's there's fault. only for yeah i don't the, believe the space lasers the, thing. The, the, I, I believe that the definitely the space lasers i don't know if they started the fire but it seems very when what? you look at like the what is burnt at what temperature it doesn't Add, Add up, up to normal I feel forest like fire. Space laser would have shot somewhere else before Hawaii. Like but maybe you're reading the green about lights. more. They had the spaces already yeah. by Hawaii. Those green lights that were making the water boil. No, that's that's alien. Yeah. And like you already said, they're they're not making more Hawaii land. I, so I that's feel... an easy place to test it because if you do it uh, like someplace in Florida, then you're risking Georgia and all the other states like above us. To also catch fire, where Hawaii is just a s- individual landmass it, on itself. You know what I mean? So you're not um, going to catch any other states on fire. I think yeah. if you had the space laser technology, you'd use it for something much bigger than this. They probably do. They probably yeah. do. Yeah. Right. This is just a little test. Yeah. I mean, they, I don't know. If what if it was just some idiot that flicked a cigarette out the window? I hope that's what it was. Dude. <laughs> I, I really hope. All it's unfortunate. Like some guy comes forward and is like, yeah, it was yeah. me. Yeah, they, well, they have, like, on Twitter, they have a lot of the guys that are out there reporting, journalists that are reporting that don't work for the Foxes and yeah. CNNs and stuff. And uh, even with them, they're, like, at the very beginning, they were getting reports where they did, I think one of them was saying that they thought they saw kids running from where the fire started, but then that ended up not being yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Unless it's a deliberate fire set with chemicals and all that stuff they'll never really find out well they may be able to pinpoint where it started but and we've you know we've heard the stories like the 15 minute cities yeah like there's a lot of stories a lot of the conspiracy theories i've been reading now saying that they want to build the 15 minute cities out in maui it's a trial this is a a quick easy way to clear the land (laughs) and try and start that's not a conspiracy theory that's true black Uh, rock right the company black rock is one of the biggest investors in these those because cities and elect everything electrical, and they're buying up land in almost every state. But now you get to swoop in yeah. as the hero and say, "Oh, the, as we rebuild Maui, we will right. do it at the 15 minute city," yeah. right. which people would probably been against mm-hmm. before. But now, I mean, you, you have to rebuild. Yeah. So, what's the best way? Oh, we can do it. We're the heroes. Right. We're here to put it in for you. Because a lot of the people don't have enough money yeah. to rebuild themselves. You can't not rebuild. Yeah. I've just, never been to Hawaii, and I just feel like now it's burnt. 
Yeah, yeah. I feel well, like I don't get to go. It won't be for long. Well, there's a lot other of islands. islands. Yeah, yeah that's Plus, a big island. What's it? Uh, Honolulu. I thought that's the major oh. island, isn't it? Where the most, uh-huh. the biggest population. I don't know. Everybody always tells me the people that go there love it, love it, and then the other people are like, "Yeah, you know how much crime there is in here? It's terrible." Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, oh, isn't like yeah. meth a big Dog thing? Yeah. Bounty hunter is there. Yeah, they call it ice. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Hawaii ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the Hawaii thing is crazy, but then you have like uh, malaria and dengue fever here in Florida with the mosquitoes that are genetically modified. Genetically modified mosquitoes giving everybody. Why well, Bill yeah. Gates? Don't blame Bill Gates. It's, it's He's his the company. One who's doing I just got bit by a bunch of mosquitoes the other day. Yeah. Oh, you got malaria, yeah. leprosy, leprosy, polio. Yeah. Well, did you, did you see the mosquitoes that are making people allergic to meat? Yeah. Oh, I and wish ticks. I would love to have that happen. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean a mosquito is allergic to meat so that they won't? So it no, alt- you- it alters your like um DNA basically, and it changes, and you, so then, like, you, you can't handle meat. You okay. can't handle the meat. You yeah. can't digest it yeah. anymore. So that sounds like an Arby's commercial. <laughs> you can't handle the meat. Yeah. So yeah. wait, that so oh man, so it the, started with ticks up north. Right. So Bill Gates is genetically modifying mosquitoes, mosquitoes to bite you, so you won't eat meat anymore. Right, well, this that's is a the long theory. way. Well, that's but, the theory, but also because think about this, he's buying up a lot of farmland, and his company is also testing lab-grown meat. Can he's, you imagine if Bill Gates's big plan was to genetically modify? mosquitoes to bite you so you wouldn't eat meat anymore but you'd have to buy his cucumbers i love how you think this is so far-fetched but like but i mean it's been proven i believe there's an ounce of truth to everything but i believe that the that theory and also i don't know bill gates from adam i don't know anything about him but he's a terrible person i find it so hard to believe he's as terrible the guy has made a gazillion dollars and then halfway through his life from people halfway through his life he said we've made enough money we're going to give away the rest of the money. And then for the re- for his whole life, he and his wife have just been giving money to charitable causes. And now we're like, he's a But it's not about the money. It's Here is the thing, though. It is, it's difficult to become that wealthy yep. without doing bad stuff. Right. Well, it's difficult. Yeah, but he, is what I'm saying. He, but it's not got, impossible. But he it's got difficult. that way because he changed the world. I see. I would say you just... Whatever you're reading about Bill Gates is all stuff that he's putting out there. Had, yeah, he's allowing, out there because he probably owns the newspaper. Tons of reports from countries like India and South Africa that no longer will do business with some of his companies because of all the terrible right. things. I mean, look, even even Steve Jobs in the movie portrays Bill Gates as the guy who stole his operating system and this whole deal. But there's business, and then there's you know people tell you it's just business. But is he the guy? I mean, what is the end game for people who are really, if, if all this stuff was true? Like, remember when uh, Dick Cheney, they were accusing him of being masterminding 9-11 because his company made so much money cleaning it up. Did, I'm not saying it's not possible, but did Dick Cheney sit there one day and go, oh, kill 2,000 people and make us make us more billions than we already have? Like, what? how much yeah. more money do you need that you stop yourself from going, like, I'm, if I'm a billionaire... And you tell me we can get you ten more billion, but you'd have to kill twenty people. And I go, ah, twenty people kill them. Do I know them? No. All right, kill them. Why? I already got a billion dollars. Do I need twenty more billion enough for people to die? I don't, yeah. I don't get wealth. that. Though. There are people that do that. Yeah, I, I don't think. I genuinely don't think it's about the money. I think yeah. it's about do you get to a level of wealth, and that comes hand in hand with the level of power. 
And I mean, like, real power. Where You're talking you, about Spider-Man. N- yeah, Great responsibility. I, I, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, real power where Bill Gates can change the economy of countries if he wants yeah. to. And he can, Elon Musk does got, that. The actual yeah, monetary value is irrelevant matter, at that yeah. point because it's so large. You're, he, they have control, and that's the they have control over people, It's hard power, for me to understand because I never had that desire for power like that. But you've never had that kind of power. No, yeah. I, but I don't think I'd even... There's nothing about me that wants it. Like, I like get the, there. Yeah. the very small amount of power I have right now, I think, is... Good enough. Yeah, yeah. I can kind of influence what we eat for dinner, and I can kind of get money when I want to buy something for my wife. You can kind of get your trash taken out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't hold. I don't hold that with an iron fist, (laughs) Joe. Right? Not at all, Mike. Yeah. But if you watch like the World Economic Forum that they do every year, yeah, for the people that that watch these interviews and go through all this stuff. Some of it is very alarming. The things that they talk about, what the their plans for our future—it's uh, Game of Thrones, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So you know, it's it's you could say make jokes about Bill Gates is got has this plan to make you not eat meat, but when you look at the big picture and what all of them talk about doing, some of it is is kind of creepy. Bill Gates has got to be seventy. 70s, early seventies, mm-hmm. maybe late sixties. Yeah. Well, what more does he want to do? I uh, whatever he wants, he can do. He uh, could, but he's been that way his whole life. Yeah, yeah, but you're also looking at through rational eyes. You know what I mean? You're not. Yeah. You, you're. Yeah. You don't know what these people. By the way, he's 67. You don't know what yeah. these. I, they're. They're. I don't uh, know, and I'm not saying it's not true. It's just hard to swallow. It's hard to believe. All right, mm-hmm. his fake Let's, meat's gonna be hard to swallow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Hotline and welcome to this show our very good friend. You know him from Jackass. He's on tour right now with the Bucket List tour. Say hello to our friend Steve-O. What's up, buddy? Yeah, dude. You know I feel yeah, Mike. I feel bad, and I know you don't, but you don't mind it. But getting you up at six o'clock in the morning it hurts me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Good, dude. Uh, not a lot of people I'll do it for, man. But uh, but you, I will absolutely set my alarm, dude. I love it. I love it. All right, Steve-O has got the bucket list tour, which is coming here Friday, September fifteenth at seven o'clock. And it's going to be, where is it, Spanish? At the uh, Strata Center? It is St. Petersburg. Oh, the Mahaffey. Okay. Beautiful theater. And uh, a lot of uh, podcasters from L.A. and a lot of guys come out there are doing shows there. Bobby Lee and Cheeto were just there not too long ago. Uh, Who would have thought, Steve-O, that your uh podcast would be going so well like i i I would everybody does a podcast for a little while and then they kind of fade out but you really got the hang of it man oh man dude that means the world to me dude thank you it's uh it's exciting man i i i can't believe it but it's 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 easy because you're you're kind of you know you're a celebrity so you kind of got it a little easier as far as getting guests but anybody can get guests and be miserable about it your interviews uh, and especially the one with uh, with Aaron Carter, the time the timeline on that thing. I mean, that kid as a as a sober person, you had to know that that kid was dying soon, right? Uh, I mean, it didn't look good. Yeah. That, that was it was a tough one, man. Yeah, he's he's, um, a, he's a Tampa kid, and you know, for, I don't know him, uh, but for years I've been saying we got to get him, we got to take it. This kid's gonna die soon. And it seemed like nobody was looking out for him. I felt terrible for him. And hearing him tell his story on your podcast and so many places, I was like, we know that we know what the end is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, 
Yes, I think that that's the only podcast guest that we've had who is no longer with us. Yeah, and and, and we and and we had William Shatner. You know, do you know how old William Shatner is? Yeah, he's not going to make it much longer. He's ninety-two. And does he hold up well? Like every time we've had him on the show, he's been pretty solid. Super solid, man. It's like sharp as could be. Isn't that a pain? Isn't that so terrible that at best he's got eight, nine years left to live, and yet he's still sharp? Yeah, that sucks. There's Bam. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, I thought your response to Bam. Bam, with the skateboarding thing, you were like, you could say whatever you want, but don't say I'm not a good skateboarder. I thought that was hilarious. And that's another thing. You you got to sit back and just watch this. And you, having been through it all, know that the thing, the only thing you could do is separate yourself from it, right? Yeah, man. I mean, I tried everything that I could possibly think of to try to help him and, and encourage him and inspire him. And the dude just does not want to be sober. Does he, is it all sobriety or is it mental stuff with him? Um, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm no doctor. You say so you're uh, not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm no, I'm no doctor, but uh, I feel like just about anybody could get sober if they could be honest. And uh, you know, re- really want it. I, yeah, I, I mean, that first step, though, to admit that you want to be sober is probably the hardest part. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it's just crazy. But when you say Aaron Carter, like uh, when uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I just see some parallels there. You yeah, know? that's what made me think of it. Do you guys talk about it? Yeah, like you and you and the rest of the gang like have meetings about uh, Bam or at some I mean, point. We don't we don't have meetings or anything. You know, at this point, like, uh, it, it, yeah, it's just like wow. You know, again, this you know, like there there will be like some text back and forth that there's like a new TMZ article or someone will text it and then it'll just be like the response is just like wow uh, you know it's got it's got to be hard it's got to be hard i mean it's a guy you love and it's a guy you've known for a long time and to just yeah. see it and be and be useless not being able to help out has got to be the most difficult part 100% man 100% and it's just crazy too because everybody everybody loves the comeback story. Yeah, he could be killing so much, man. He would he would do so well if he could just, you know. But yeah. I, I I used to watch Viva La Bam when my wife was pregnant, and it was my first child, and I thought this is the relationship with my son that I want the Phil Bam relationship. Now, granted, I don't want him smacking my fat man boobies while I'm sleeping and stuff, but I, I wanted that because I remember when Phil was uh, had his blood pressure was high and Bam was really scared that something was going to happen to Phil, and I'm like, that's a father and son that really love each other. That's what I want. So I would I would think that they're they're probably hurting the most. I, I don't want to turn this all yeah. into a sad thing. Steve-O is coming here to set yeah, his yeah, nuts on fire. Uh, uh, Steve-O's got his bucket list tour. Now, I've seen Steve-O do stand-up comedy. I've seen him tell stories. He brings along videos. 
I'm so excited to have you here in uh, the Tampa St. Pete area on the 15th of September at seven o'clock. Tickets available at Ticketmaster. And what are we what are we doing on the bucket list tour? Like are you, I, like I worry about you too. Even though you're sober, you still I worry you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, um, I uh, I'm starting to put together like the, the next trip. This is the last leg of the bucket list tour. This is the victory lap, man. Okay. And uh, and and so we're, we're putting together the the next show, and, and it's got some heavy stuff, man. Like uh, I've got I've got some work in front of me that's kind of creepy, but uh, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Well, the day um, you the day you go to do a stunt and you flip over and you break your neck and your spine and you're in a wheelchair oh forever, you're not going to be as, you're not going to be as cool anymore. We're not going to be like, hey, wheel Stevo on the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here with uh, my head shaved and a big crash test dummy logo tattooed on my head. <laughs> <laughs> that I love. That I love. Hey, are you yeah. still with, are you still with the same girl? I am, dude. Wow. I am. And uh I've got I've got big news. We we've been talking about um we're gonna open up an animal sanctuary and we're waiting to uh buy a big property and, and uh we're gonna get married on the property and start bringing in animals and um we're we're closing on a big ass property in tennessee oh good for you dude i know you know rescued his dog and brought his dog back you you we were just talking about this this morning once you have an animal of your own you want to save every other animal i mean just you know how much uh, that, that you and that animal form that bond whether it be a dog or a cat or whatever and uh and the fact that you guys are actually doing it though that's pretty awesome yeah, we got we got more than forty acres in Tennessee, and uh, so now we can actually get married and do, do all this stuff we've been talking about. It's rap. Hey, would you say as a friend, I don't really ask for much? Yeah, I have sure. one. I have one thing I want to ask you for. I uh, yeah, I have I have a twenty um, something year old. I think it's twenty five or twenty six year old African sulcata tortoise that I rescued. And uh, I huh. love it. I have it in my backyard in a pen, and we feed it and hang out with it every day. But that son of a bitch is going to outlive me. Can I leave him to you and my will to put on the property? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's very it's maintenance-free. You just got to feed him some lettuce and be nice to him. But my son, there's no way that, that stoner is going to take that turtle and give it a good life. So if I could just leave it to the property when I die, that'd be great. Dude, I love it, man. The Radical Ranch will be its home. How oh, old is your son now? My son uh, will turn 17 this month. He's in his senior high school. He will be at your show with me for sure when you come to town. And I tell Steve, oh my God, all, I love it. out of all the celebrities that I know and could call and do that, all his friends were like, can you call Steve-O? Can you call Steve-O? And I actually did it. I FaceTime him and I go, I'm sorry, but I had to do this. It's the only time my son thought I was cool in front of his friends. Dude, fantastic, man. Yeah. I, I love it. I mean, I think that that's the mark of a true friendship. When you're down to just cold call the dude like <laughs> on FaceTime. I've never you know? not, I've never called you where you haven't answered. Yeah, like that's the mark of a friend. You're you're down to call him on FaceTime out of the blue and he picks up. Yep, yep. Made me <laughs> look like a superstar. Yeah. Super that's rad, man. And and I feel like the last time I was in your neighborhood with my tour. 
like you were going to come, but something happened and you couldn't come. And yeah, this sounds time, right. Dude, we can finally do it. I'm, I yeah. have it in my calendar. I have it locked in. I will be there. Uh, I'm a good, I'm a good friend because I'll even buy my own tickets, and then uh, I will oh, be there. Dude, that, 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 I think that's silly. I can definitely <laughs> put you on the list, but um, but yeah, and, and for anybody like wanting to get tickets, this is the best show, man. It, like I absolutely stand by this being the best work I've ever done. I'm so so stoked, and it's. Even easier if you just go to stevo.com. Stevo.com. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of dates on there. So if you're listening from somewhere out of the Tampa Bay area, uh, there's probably a show coming by near you. And I will I will genuinely tell you I've seen him uh, live on stage in stand up settings, in storytelling settings. I've seen him on video doing stunts. He's one of the most entertaining. He's the evil Knievel of our day. He's one of the most uh, entertaining, willing to put his body on the line for you guys. You'll ever meet. And dude, the bucket list is, is outrageous, and and uh, it would be absolutely illegal to bring somebody under eighteen. So <laughs> you will be breaking the law by bringing a seventeen-year-old. I would um, think that I've done a lot of things against the law with my son since he's been alive. <laughs> I just bought him a Seth Rogen bong. Have you seen those things? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm a good father. A Seth Rogen. A Seth Rogen bong, what does that look like? I, it looked like something that was in Doc Brown's lab when they invented the time machine. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I am looking forward to seeing you. Uh, it's a Friday night, too. That I show. know. It's a Friday night. We can even maybe have an uncomfortable, a non-uncomfortable meal together. And uh, I, I insist on it. I yeah. insist. I'm coming through um I'm coming through on on my big cool like Burt Kreischer esque wrapped Stevo tour bus. I love it. I love that all you guys, all you guys that they thought were going to be losers in high school, all have your own goddamn tour buses now. You're all gazillionaires, and everybody's like, "Oh, we were wrong. We were wrong about these guys." Your your family <laughs> has to love. Your poor dad was like, he's never going to be anything. <laughs> now he's like, thank God, thank God. I'm so mad at Bert because uh, it, he made it. He he made it seem like maybe normal and cool that that you wrap your tour bus with your face and name all over it. <laughs> so I was like, oh well, dude, I got to do that, you know. And I just curse his name like every day when when people are. I'm trying to sleep and people are just yelling at the bus. Banging on the bus, <laughs> uh, listen. I, I I thought the same thing. I was like, he's never getting any peace in that thing. And Ralphie May too is the same way. He's like, hey, people been knocking on this bus all night long. <laughs> well, look, I'll yeah. be knock, I'll be knocking on that bus door for sure. September fifteenth, Mahaffey Theater, St. Petersburg. Go to stevo dot com. Find all your tour dates. Get all your ticket information. You didn't you didn't tattoo over our matching tattoos yet, did you? Oh God, no, man! I cherish our matching tattoos. That thing's going nowhere, dude. The best is in my press shot. I did a like uh, fold my arms, tough looking guy, <laughs> and it's the most prominent thing in the whole in the whole photo is our grinder tattoo. Uh, it's great. It's fantastic, dude. Uh, and uh, man, yeah, I love how you continue to thrive in radio, man. We had that conversation. I was like. How, how does this even work, man? Like, 
everybody's got a podcast. You got satellite radio. Like, the media is so fragmented. Like, how do you even still have a job? <laughs> like, how's radio alive? And uh, I didn't put it that way, but... Right. Uh, yeah, but you you said radio, you, you either die or you're killing it. Yeah. And, well, and that's still the case, huh? Fortunately, we're not dead, so we must be killing it. Even, I'll tell you what, this is one of my most proudest moments. Two of my most proudest moments came from podcasts. One was when you and Chris Jericho were on, and you talked about that exact same thing, and Chris Jericho said radio is alive and well, and if it wasn't for radio, Fozzie would not have gotten the attention that it, that it's getting and uh, getting the radio plays and being able to go on these major tours. And then, uh, uh, you know, hearing you two, who I admire, b- both of you, and think you're both wonderful guys, talk about me was great. So, uh, and But the point is, is yes, radio's, radio, good radio is not going anywhere. And if it ever does switch somewhere, it'll just be in a different medium, but it'll still be the same show. Yeah, dude. And, and you're not, like, relying on music so much, like, it's so crazy that at a certain point, going to the radio, you'd be like, oh, yeah, well, hey, I'm uh, you know, here in town. I'm going to do this. And, and then they tell you, well, that was great, man. Thanks so much. You're out of here. we got to play music or we're oh, yeah. fired. No. See, no, so can I just tell you, and I, I will give the credit to uh, Howard Stern, who is the greatest to ever do it, but you are not going to get the great stuff out of a guest in the first five minutes. you got to warm them up. Like I had Dane Cook on a couple of months ago. And I talked to Dane Cook for 12 minutes. And then finally, once he got comfortable, I was like, Dane, what's going on with your face, dude? What are you doing to your face? But you got to get somebody comfortable before you start asking them about what they're injecting in their face. Wow. That's great. He's doing doing well. I guess he was renting out arenas. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's like, not hurting. Like, he, he was putting he was putting down his own money, renting out arenas, killing it, making like a million bucks a night, um, and now he's I think just doing big theaters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, guys are going to have their run, and then they're uh, either going right, to come right, back right, or they're, right. they're going to be like, look, I'm taking my money and I'm enjoying the rest of my life. So he's he's in great shape. Yeah, face, I mean, his face. I love Dane. I love Dane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying his face looked like. Uh, like somebody got lost with the Play-Doh machine, but either way, he still got a young, hot girlfriend and a ton of money, so it all worked out for him. Yeah, yeah, you're the best. <laughs> uh, you're listen. absolutely the best. I, I insist on uh, getting together. We would say to have an uncomfortable meal with your son too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. So if you come, I, do you know offhand where you're going to be before Tampa? I, I do, man. I go uh, Melbourne, Florida on the 14th, St. Petersburg on the 15th, Pensacola on the 16th, and then the last show of the bucket list tour ever, Gainesville on the 17th. Oh, dude, that'll be huge up there in Gainesville. And, and, and in Gainesville, I think ceremonially, I'm going to uh, – have my crew, everybody with um, big, long, extendo paint rollers, <laughs> and we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna dunk our paint rollers in in black paint and roll over all that obnoxious art on the tour bus and just paint it <laughs> solid black. Sure, nobody will realize a house painted bus rolling down the street is still you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it'll be better, man. I'll get, I'll get a little more sleep. 
Dude, in Gainesville, you can you should just get a bunch of rollers and let all the fraternity guys paint it for you. Um, sounds dangerous, but uh, <laughs> all right. Listen, keep in touch with me. Melbourne is within our uh, our listening audience. Uh, out there in Orlando, Pensacola, up north. It's going to be in the whole state pretty much for the mid-month of September. So wherever you're listening, get tickets to Steve, see Steve-O. Steve-O's bucket list tour. Go to steveo.com. And, brother, I look forward to seeing you here. You know, if you can get here in the morning, you're always welcome. But if not, uh, I'll see you at Dude, the show. I'm, uh, you know, I got the bus. I can, I can tell my bus driver to go wherever the hell I want to tell him to go. And this is true. Uh, I would love to come back. All right. All right. Yeah. Good. Plan on it. I'll talk to you that week, and we'll lock it in. Dude, I love it. I love you. Love everything about your show. Bless your heart, man. And thanks for having me on, brother. Any anytime, my man. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. All right, right see on. You, man. Pal. There appreciate you go. Thanks for all the kind words, man. Uh, of I appreciate it. You earned them all. Oh, yeah. Thank you. There all you right. go. The great, bad, bro. See you, pal. The great Steve O, the evil Knievel of our day. Guy who puts his body on the line for your entertainment purposes. Too much. All right, we got to take a break. Before we go to break, I want to tell you about wall roofing and solar. Uh, if you've seen how hot it is outside and you're like, how am my power bill ever going to be a normal price again? Well, maybe you should look into using that sun and turning that into energy for your home. And wall roofing and solar can do that for you. Have them uh, come on out and give you an estimate whether uh, you need it for the solar or like my dad who is currently using Walsh Roofing and Solar to put a new roof on his home. You know, I tell you what, these homeowners associations and insurance companies are such a racket. My dad went to renew his insurance, and they said, you need a new roof. And my dad said, the roof we have is really good. And they were like, it's too old. And he's like, too old for what? We haven't had one leak, one problem, or nothing. So he's got to get a new roof on his home to get insurance for his home. And he turns over to my guy, Walsh Roofing and Solar, and they're putting a new roof on my dad's home. So you know... If I uh, send them to my dad's house and they did my house, that you can trust them as well. WalshRoofingAndSolar.com. Tell them you heard about it on the Mike Calta Show. We must take a break, play some spots, and we'll be back. It's the Mike Calta Show. This is 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to Tampa Bay's most listened to morning show, The Mike Calta Show on 102.5 The Bone. And now, another bone traffic update from the Safe Touch Security Traffic. You've worked hard for what you have your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S. based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at lifelock.com slash aware. Terms apply.